0: Hello and welcome to Beers Without Frontiers, episode sixteen. Today I'm joined by Vicky. Hello, Charles. Hi. And special guest, cold bearded one, brewer at Twisted Barrel. Mm-hmm. Hello. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about our recent beery trips and what's been happening in the world of modern beer over the last few weeks. But firstly, we got a mystery beer to drink, as is custom on the last few shows.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so this one,
1: chosen think? by me, yep.
0: Created by Vicky. So, which yes. one? What is it
1: again? <laughs> <laughs> now, there is no opportunity for any preambling or cheating or whatever you want to call it, because actually on this can there's just no markings yeah, it's, whatsoever. It's, so it's, you can look in the can to your heart's content but you slightly shot there. myself in the foot, didn't last time? Um so yeah. That's, okay, should we, we crack these open Let's then? Crack it open.
2: Alright.
0: So all we've got to go on is it's can size. Four forty mil can.
3: I do like the label on it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's clean it's <laughs> simple. It's <laughs> yeah, the branding
0: is
3: on point, isn't it?
1: Slightly dented from where I uh, am dropping it on the floor. <laughs>
0: mm. So, mm. first impressions? First impressions, it's pouring out a pale yellow sort of almost guess yeah, uh, quite high carbonation, you say? Mid-high. to Yeah.
2: Spillage, straw colour yep anyway just uh, getting the aroma it's, uh, yeah, it it's, uh, cheers. cheers 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 everybody it's got a slight haze to it as well hmm yeah okay so I'm thinking Carl's going to win smash this out of the park <laughs> I don't know yeah. about that <laughs> <laughs> are, you, got a chance. are you feeling
1: un- additional pressure there Carl mm. with this <laughs>
2: anyway yeah
3: I'm just hoping that it's not a twisted barrel beer and I don't get it right. That would be quite funny. (laughs) It wouldn't be funny at all. Am I getting some fruit?
0: Some fruit on this? Mm. You know, almost like a sort of... I don't want to say strawberry, but that seems absurd,
2: but... It's quite light. Um, That's not really that descriptive, but yeah, it's...
3: I can't tell if it's just a Starburst that was just there, <laughs> Or the beer. <laughs> ah,
1: you see, that's it. Have you Think ruined of really, your all by you having the Starburst? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. Well, it's nice, I like it. Uh, but that doesn't really tell us what it is, does it?
3: <clears throat> no. Um.
1: Right, so. Shall we start off on the um, ABV then? What are we thinking of the ABV is?
0: Okay, well, that's a bit easier.
2: I'm saying, like, it's about six. I'm going to go for four and a half, Ooh. five, maybe. Okay. Are you writing this down? Yeah, you've got to write down in, in, your, in your box. Yep.
1: So, Charles has said six.
2: IPA. Oh, you've gone in
0: with the style already? Oh, okay. Yeah, straight away. Okay. okay. So, what are
1: you pointing for? ABV? Five. Five, okay. Any other thoughts on styles?
3: I'm going to go for pale. pale.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pale not it's ale. not
3: massively hot, is it? No, it's, it's very soft bitterness there. Mm. Um, slight dry as well. Yeah, It is quite dry. Um, now I'm thinking, it's could it be a brute style because of the fact that it's quite mm. clear as well? But it doesn't taste as dry as what it would be for it's definitely not a New
2: England esque. No, uh,
0: no, 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 no. Kind of it hasn't got a sweetness, has it? Yeah. No, but that would be pretty interesting getting hold of a brute when it's at its five minutes, has not it? I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. there's this. Um... Yeah, we want to give a shout out to where you got
2: this from.
1: So I got this yesterday in Gonzo, okay. uh, not Gonzo. Cotteridge, 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 okay.
2: Cotteridge wines. Um, Cotteridge. Okay, so. that doesn't narrow it down.
1: The <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't well, help at all. If I'd got it from a supermarket, yeah. you and I'd which one you'd be like. Well, I know g- what you'd be like, Charles. You'd go doing the mental picture <laughs> of the aisles. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say,
3: can anyone go on Cotteridge Wines Twitter feed No, I just have <laughs> a quick <wee> look. Yeah, <laughs> on it, on it.
1: <laughs> hmm,
3: it's a nice beer. It's going down very. Easy.
0: Yeah. So which is so, why what so did I say? I so said you know, five, style, so. yeah. Style. I'm gonna just say it's a pale ale. Pale. Okay.
1: Right, any thoughts on brewery? <clears throat> any flavours anybody's
0: getting? Any uh, you see initially I said on the nose there's almost like a hint of like strawberry or one of these kind of uh, like an added fruit kind of beer kind of thing.
2: Because I don't it know, it smells the, quite peachy. Earthy. It smells a bit of peach. I don't know if there's like some sort of pale stone fruit addition in there. I'm
3: getting a little bit of like
2: lemon.
0: Slopian lemon, lemon dream. Oh no, they don't do that. In <laughs> so it's uh, not in <laughs> yeah. Um
1: It's really interesting on the flavourings well, mm. um, because. I know what flavouring I'm getting, but then equally I know what beer. Are any of oh, are cool?
2: Can you okay. say and whether I'm, any of us are close?
1: Carl's probably closest at the moment. Yes! yes. Oh, yes. Oh. I told you we're nice to the guests. With the lemon. <laughs> but Yeah, okay. Lemon. Um, mm. Yeah.
3: Cause I'm I'm getting quite it's quite herby or quite kind of herbaceous um, earthy as well so herbaceous dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> is it lemongrass is that, ooh, that's it? Uh, ooh.
2: Interesting, interesting
3: yeah but that's an interesting
0: twist because you quite like There's you've had some like Thai styled mm. beers that you quite like in the past and I don't know whether you've picked this because you've picked something that you like personally and then you know has, has that got something to do with it
1: it was, again, it was one of those where it was like, oh, actually, yeah, this could be quite a good talking point. And, it's really hard. And, and this is, yeah, I this mean, is a real really hard. I it. Mm. Okay. it could
2: be a few things, but I just,
1: yeah. Any breweries springing out at anybody?
2: It tastes a little bit like some, I know we had it the last time, but it tastes like some of the left-handed giant beers mm. that we've had. I don't know. For me, it, it's tasting... a really I'm not going to... Don't put that
4: down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put
3: my hat on that. Yeah, it, it's a really clean, yeah. crisp yeah. beer. So, could for it, me, could it's it? got to be a, a brewery that's quite... Not big, but has a quite an expensive kit, maybe. <laughs>
1: yeah. Lost and grounded. Lost and grounded.
0: But they... I know what it is.
2: <laughs> I know what it is. Well, you, you must have seen the fridge <laughs> in your own house.
1: No, this no. was delabelled. Was saying, right, right, right. I, so, no, no, come on. I'm not going <laughs> to...
2: This was
0: delabelled. Um, I, I genuinely so, haven't seen this. But I literally...
1: So I bought it yesterday. We were out in, in Cottage I double bagged it so that he couldn't see what, what it was. <laughs> Serious <laughs> stuff. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Blindfolded it the Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep.
1: And then when we got home he, he, he I went, went upstairs. upstairs and said,
0: Right, you take the labels off now yep. so that you could put it in the fridge and uh, I wouldn't that's know what it was. Uh, that's it's that's the just... most
3: romantic thing that he's ever said
0: to you.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I'm gonna I'm gonna nail my colours to the mass. This is lost and grounded, uh, and it's that one with the cats on the front. It's cool for cats or something like that. Is that...
2: Are you going, that's or a or lager? Yeah, though? Yeah. Is that a Hellers beer or a lager?
3: Is
0: it um, oh, a grisette yeah, kind of? Oh, I thought it was actually. I thought it was... No, I thought it was a lager actually. No, you should say say mm. that, Charles. But I just thought that Vicky would see a label with cats on and go, <laughs> I, I, I know I've got I'm to take the label off and then I can <laughs> keep the label with the cats on. <laughs> the more
2: that you say that and the fact that... I'm thinking, is it, could it be like a, a, a real curveball, like an IPL or something? Yeah. It's, almost, yeah. it's, it's really crisp, isn't it? Yeah, uh, quite it is, yeah. Of, um, The
3: more that I drink it, it has got that kind of lager-esque
2: yeah.
3: kind of fusel kind of taste to it. But so it like is, a hopped lager. Yeah, yeah That's what I think it, it seems like, could like, be like a it's, a it's mm. kind of covering that, mm. it, something underneath all that. Yeah, I agree. And it is quite clear. Yeah,
2: there's no kind of... So no, is, is that the mark of, say, somewhere that's got a
0: good
3: kit that, that would be getting this kind of clarity without... No, no it's not necessarily based on the clarity, but no. I feel that this is a well-brewed beer, mm. um, even though I don't, can't particularly pick pit what style <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is. It does seem like there is a hybrid going on yeah. in there as well. Yeah. Like, it, it is clear, but there is a kind of slight haze to it as mm. well. Yeah. Um, mm. I say haze. It's more like a frosting more on it mm. um, than a haze. Actually, it, it's
2: v- really drinkable though because mm. I'm going back to this.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's it's
0: like cool. we said earlier. It's good carbonation on it as well. Um, I've actually nearly finished
1: one. Right, shall I put everybody out of the, your misery? Then? So well, well, we, we
2: need to sort of. I suppose we've yeah. got. On Let's yeah. just now. No, no. Try no. and put down, pin down what we think it is. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick with the ABV, I think. I'm probably going to be way off the mark. Yeah, I'm I'm going to... IPA. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) I think it's still an IPA.
0: See, I've just gone... I just say pale, because it's just like... encompasses Mm. a lot. But I'm really intrigued by this whole kind of lager tangent we've gone off on. Yeah. It's like a hopped lager.
3: Is it an IPA? I I feel like there's something to it. It, It's not just a straight... I'm going to say IPL. I'm going to switch from an IPA to
0: Mm. IPL. IPA to IPL. Mm. Okay, so are you ready to announce? I'm
1: ready to announce. Okay, here we go then. (laughs) (laughs) Drum roll. It's called There's Nothing Wrong With Dreaming.
2: Oh, it's the Whitbeer.
1: It's the Orange Whitbeer by Wylam and Dea. Ah. Ah, shit so okay <laughs> it's 5.8% so oh, you were all pretty see, yeah. yeah exactly you were all yeah, Charles it's,
2: a, so that's point two off yeah. isn't it so better yeah. than last time it was about yeah. 3% off
1: and yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. so uh, yeah basically what it says is it's a uh, a mixed firm wit beer infused with fresh oranges Ooh. so that was the fruit you were all getting yeah. and I this is what I'm saying you I was peach, getting the yeah. orange straight no. away but then I also knew it was an orange yeah.
3: beer even now that I know there's orange. I'm still not tasting there's
4: the oranges. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just don't
2: get it just There's a
1: sprinkle it. of crushed coriander. Herb. Okay, yeah. So you were saying lemongrass, yeah. which is not right And it's mark, double actually. dry hopped with sabro, which is the um, hop, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the hops are sabro and T90. Um, so sabro is like
3: the
2: new, a new hop,
3: isn't it? Yeah. I've never used it before. I've never yeah. seen it
2: either. Yeah. So I'm guessing it's quite a noble, earthy. It's apparently quite similar to Sriracha Ace. I don't know whether... Oh, okay. In some character, like the coconut sort of thing, but yeah, yeah. So there you go. So it says, yeah. and
1: then it says, blooming with with soft peachy esters. Actually, Charles, mm, you said okay, peach, huh? yeah. Um, <laughs> classic Whitby of um, fennels with subtle harmonised. Say florid- Wit we- beer, <laughs> oh, <Rick.
0: laughs> the beer from Whitney. <laughs>
1: Wit beer. <laughs> <laughs> With s- Subtle, harmonised flourishes of zingy orange, coconut, lime, and pepper. And again, yeah. you mm, then said yeah. lemon, lemon as well. So that's. I think you we a did okay. Bit. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, I definitely like the beer. I would definitely it's really drink yeah. it again. So really there nice. is a bit
1: of a funny tale about this as well. Okay. Did, do you, do you, can you not remember yesterday? So after we'd been to Cotteridge yeah, we went to Cork and Cage, yeah. What was on? On Cork and cage, it was on the tap. It was on the tap. I so and so you cage. He drunk the beer. No, no, I never so had it. so I was it. like, no, I oh my oh, god, please don't have it. Please don't have it because <laughs> he might remember it today. No, do but you know also what? I you would said, have still
0: probably been none the wiser.
1: But equally, you also said, oh, I've had that before and I didn't really like it. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> so of course busted. I went into complete panic when I was there, thinking, "Oh no!" And that's why it was really interesting. when you were going, "I really like this."
0: <laughs> Damn you, and you're taking the labels off beers, <laughs> tricking us all.
1: But isn't that really, really mm. interesting? Yeah. Isn't it? And again, I, because when you ordered, when you had it before, I think it, we both had it in tilt. I think it was Anne.
0: You sure we didn't have it in the day of tap room? Because we did be go down day of with, to Day yeah. Tap Room a couple um, of months back.
1: And well,
0: it was bre- again, it was when you know it's an while,
1: orange I wit, I and if it's one though. of those things where you're kind of mm. oh, it wasn't quite orangey enough, or it wasn't quite Yeah. Or is it because it was on tap then that we had it before rather than cat? I don't know. It's just really mm. interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was, I was sitting here really listening to Simon <laughs> <laughs> thinking, what he's gonna go, hmm, no, I don't really like this. And you were going, yeah, this is orange.
0: <laughs> uh, what a charlatan I am
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, I just think it's really I think actually that's where this is a good little section. Yeah. So it, actually so who who all... who got
0: closest then? In in well which set Um none
1: so of us got the style. None of you got the style, none of you got the brewery. Probably <laughs> <People
4: rubbish.
2: laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Charles Probably was closest Charles with the A B V. Charles and yeah.
1: closest with the A B V and the flavours really. Um I win. And char- yeah, well, I, I think win. it was. Just. <laughs> that's, that's redemption
0: my, that's from my from last time. Of yeah. the last one. Yeah, from looking at the label, yeah. uh, the dating on the can last time. So what do you actually win? Not a lot. <laughs> uh, you win a can of John Smith's cream fly. Yes. Uh, <laughs> right, we've got another beer in front of us now. And we have got a beer that is in a bottle, mm. unusually. Uh, we are going to team. use a bottle opener. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't give much use these days. I was going to
1: say he had to find the bottle opener. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is Yonder Brewing and Blending from Somerset, and the beer is Dunstan's Exile. Uh, it's in a, I think this is a 375 bottle, um, and it is uh, there on the label, it says, Dunstan's Exile, Our house pale ale, is a demonstration of flavours produced by combining light-struck noble hops. Now, this is an interesting one. We'll come back to that. With f- uh, farmed and foraged botanicals inspired by the complex yet quaffable beers of Belgian tradition. So it's like their Belgian pale.
2: Is that why they choose a green bottle, the light-struck
3: thing? So um, that it's deliberately
0: light-struck? Not, I don't
3: know. Not I was necessary, I mean... Um green bottles will stop a lot of the UV brown bottles tend to be best yeah. for that but a lot of the uh, the hops like, that are like a lot of lambics and stuff fuse tend to be aged hops as well they don't mm. use fresh hops and a lot of them tend to be left out in the open quite a bit as well so they lose a lot of their kind of alpha acids um, and they basically become a little bit old and kind of a bit, a bit weary so you have to yeah. use a lot more of them um, uh, but they are also with th- that Brings out different flavours from the hop itself as well.
1: Hmm. So you're not getting as much of the kind of almost oils and things yeah. that you do in a fresh hop and yeah. stuff. You're yeah. getting... Yeah. 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 That's, that's,
0: that's interesting. I just yeah. saw that and I just thought, hang on a minute. I don't know that much, but I'm like,
3: light struck. we don't Green want bottles. that, do we normally, in a beer? Know, bottles as well. Yeah. But, it um, tends to give off um, kind of skunky-esque mm. aromas, yeah. struck hops do. But... When handled correctly, um, you can avoid all that really. And it only tends to be once the hop particles are actually in the beer; it will probably do that. So, if you light struck actual bales of hops and then boil them, mm. you probably will lose a lot of that kind of flavour.
0: Right,
1: right.
3: So, this beer
0: um, first tried on keg in BrewDog Birmingham, um, probably about a month ago, and. Uh, this is poured from the bottle, a lot hazier than than what we had it on keg, um, but I I really like it. It's it's got that kind of Belgian funkiness mm. to it. Uh, it's um, really really drinkable. It's not particularly. It's, I mean, I think most of their range is kind of more lambic, but it's not technically lambic, but like uh, you know wild and. S- sour and that kind of thing this is more rounded off just like a funky kind of pale isn't it really yeah
1: no, it's, well when you had this I was like because I've steered away from yonder because I'm thinking they're going to be too sour and then like you said when you had it in Brewdog I was like ooh and I was almost drinking all of yours so I had to go and get my own so. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think the botanicals
3: kind of
0: come yeah.
1: through yeah. massively yeah it's, it's getting, quite
3: floral as well yeah I was going to say that it's massively floral on mm. Mm. um if you could probably describe drinking it as something i would probably say nice fresh walk through the countryside mm. next to a canal um <laughs> depends which canal don't you, really? <laughs> yeah, true. Um, shopping trolleys bikes yeah. <laughs> the sun coming through yeah um just kind of not necessarily fresh cut grass but like I know what you mean. A kind of cornfield sort of, being cut. Yeah, does that, that make yeah, any yeah, sense? Yeah, no, uh, like
0: outdoor that, aromas. Yeah, that yeah. kind of natural kind of stuff, yeah. grass and
1: yeah, almost yeah. like yeah, you know, the pavement's been heated up because mm. it's been a lovely sunny day all yeah. day, and it's That's, just yeah, oh, that oh, when it's just rained kind of, and then the
0: sun comes out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: all that kind of whole. Oh,
3: <laughs> or is they
0: say in the states, a herbal hot summer now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a great barbecue beer, though.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: it, it, it does a little bit more than what a normal pail does, it mm. had, adds that little bit extra edge to it. And I think the botanical is actually kind of
2: little, little zestiness, it. Of it. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's bottle conditioned, complexity. and there's, there's a lot of carbonation in there. If you just agitate the glass a bit, it's like, Whoa, yeah. I mean, I, I like it, I, th- I think it's really, really good. That's why I kind of picked this specifically today, really, because
3: I kind of wanted everyone else to give it a try. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm probably going to be berated here, but I just need to go <laughs> on record say this is my first Yonder beer. Oh. Um, oh. I don't know, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. I've seen them in the shops quite a bit, especially yeah. like lately. They, they seem yeah. to be getting around quite a bit. And unfortunately, I've never actually managed to pick one up. I have no idea um, why not. The branding seems to be really on point as well. It's mm. quite quite fresh um, simple
2: branding and lovely kind of streamlined bottle yeah kind yeah. Of, yeah as the, well the whole package is just really good isn't
0: yeah it? yeah I think the story goes that um, uh, there's a couple of guys basically and I think one if not both of them worked at wild beer and they, they've set up on their own now uh, in somewhere in rural Somerset Biniger? to do this kind of thing vinegar uh, yeah, I, I, I just thought you were saying vinegar. <laughs> yeah, right,
1: yeah. I was
3: going to
0: say that as well. Yeah. Um, I thought you got a bit be,
1: of a cold or something there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, like. Pasta vinegar, yeah. Um, now, I'd seen that somewhere else as well, and I just thought, oh, okay, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, Rookery Farm, Vinegar, Somerset. Yeah. Uh, for any postcode freaks, B-A-3-4-U-L, which is a Bath
3: postcode, isn't it? Um,
0: so. it's, near,
2: it's near Radstock, which is very close to Bath.
3: Yeah, right, okay. Um, so considering like there's a lot of breweries around there, there's Electric, electric air, Bears bath, around yeah. there as well, um, there's not many kind of wild
0: and funky No, they're pretty they? much out on their own doing this kind of stuff, aren't they? They, mm. they do a lot of uh, forage stuff. That uh, yeah, yeah, makes sense,
2: because wild beer are near Shepton Mallet, which yeah, isn't mm-hmm. that far away from okay. Yeah, Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely not. But yeah, shout out to Craft Beer Channel, which... Um, you know, I do watch their YouTube videos, and for anyone listening that hasn't checked them out, um, have a watch because there's loads of good stuff on there. They interviewed these guys a few weeks back, and uh, they were saying just how into their foraging they are for mm. you know th- that particular occasion. They were like grabbing nettles and stuff mm. to kind of use in in a beer. So definitely doing some kind of really off-piste type mm. stuff, aren't they?
3: That sounds a lot like uh, what Duration again to be doing as yeah. well.
0: Yeah because um, they're just setting up over Suffolk isn't it duration yeah yeah. because yeah. Um, yeah just going off on a tangent anything duration that we've already seen has not been brewed at their brewery because it's not been built yet has no. it
3: no. no right okay
0: are they
2: hoping it's going to be this year sometime
3: I think like so then? I think the building work from last I've seen on social media was um, I say not, get, not nearly finished but it looks like it was getting to completion so it looks like they've sped it up quite a bit in the past month or so Um, I think the kit's been ordered and that from what I've last seen as well. So, going to probably be looking in the next couple of months, really. Cool.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Right, there's no getting around it. It's time to ask some questions. And so, what we're (laughs) going to do... uh, Carl. Hello. You need need to tell us your beer journey because everybody Uh, that comes on the show uh, has has to say... How they got into beer and what their earliest memories of beer are, and the, the path that they took. So, can, can I make it up,
3: or just like, <laughs> or do you want the honest? <laughs> we, want honesty. we want pure oh, honest. We want the started off
1: on <laughs> uh, it's, it's
3: probably going to be well, it's a little bit boring. Um, no, 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 I'm sure it won't. But first, kind of take, I'm not sure if I'm. Allowed to say this actually, yeah. but the first taste of beer was probably when I was slightly younger than, <laughs> than you should have been. than I should have been, yeah. Um, yeah, but a responsible adult um, <laughs> offered me uh, a little sip of Banks's Bitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I instantly went. Ugh! <laughs> I'm not drinking this ever again and I, uh, I don't like beer I'm never going to even touch beer ever okay. ever again and look what job what what I'm yeah. into so yeah, yeah um, that was my first real taste of beer um, and I thought it was absolutely disgusting fast forward till I was about 18 and um, I was drinking a lot of um, Hobgoblin, Witchwood mm-hmm. um, a lot of the kind of classic uh what we'd probably call traditional style beers now. Yeah, um, I liked a, a good bitter. Um, I I drank a lot of uh, Jennings um, beer as well. Uh, um, so it's pretty much like Marston base. Mm. Um, I think uh, that was really. Or you could get in the West Midlands pretty much back yeah, yeah, Marston's related stuff. I don't think Marston's had took them over at that point. I'm not sure. Mm, no. but. I, well, this was probably about oh, 18 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So that's when I first really started kind of drinking. And I drank a lot of kind of spirits as well going out. And it's mainly like cheap shots yeah, down clubs and stuff like that. And it was just really drinking to get drunk which isn't necessarily responsible but when you're younger and it's your first taste of kind of going out and a bit of freedom unfortunately that's that's what you end up doing um and then uh i i decided to well i never decided but went to america uh with my brother Uh um ended up going to portland of all places right in oregon yeah um this was probably about 10 years ago now. Um, so the craft scene over there had like, already been started, quite established. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I never knew anything about it. Um, and I think Brewdog and things like that would... What was it been like? It would have been just after I kind of come back and tried to get into it when they started. Um, so when I was over there uh I, I got obsessed with rogue um rogue, Dead yeah. guy ale because um, yeah. that was pretty much the kind of only beer that even i say only beer but it's one of the beers that would quite resonate with me with being mm. a kind of traditional beer drinker at the same time it was quite a nice bridge over so i started drinking that over there and then um when we went to pubs and stuff it was like oh we've got this beer as well and this beer um so I started trying, drinking more IPAs and that. Still never quite kind of got into it Yeah. per se, but I was enjoying it because I was over there and it's a different country and uh, you try things different when yeah. you're in different yeah, countries. Yeah. I've never expected to come back to the UK and go, oh, I'm going to try drinking an IPA or try drinking like a, a red ale or something like that over here. But... Um, I kind of got hooked, to be honest with you. Come back and I was like, actually, I want to try an IPA. I want to try this. There's nothing around. What's going on? That's, that seems
0: to <laughs> be quite a common sort of thing, doesn't it, really? Where, where people have sort of like experienced good beer elsewhere. Yeah. Come back and go, what is the... Oh, there's yeah. nothing. But that must have been around... Brewdog would probably have started by... Yeah, you know, um, I think well,
3: there, maybe, there, there wasn't many bars. I think the early bars were up in Scotland. Mm. Um, I think they were trying to get into Tesco... Yeah. At, at that point, um, but there was a lot of um, smaller breweries um, in Birmingham that were just starting up, like um, Beer Geek. I don't know if you've heard of them at all. No. They no. lasted for about two years on right. the outskirts of Birmingham. and yeah. I ended up buying a lot of bottles off them. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, just to get my fix, basically. And uh, yeah, I tried to find as many local kind of smallish breweries as possible like independents and stuff started drinking all their beers and actually yeah I I can I can see myself actually kind of drinking this a little bit more and enjoying things a little bit more so I started home brewing from that point um, making a lot more hoppier beers um, started drinking my own homebrew stash. And did, go, did you start with kits or? I yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, it was all like extract, the extract stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did that for a while. It was actually my wife that brought my first extract kit because she was like, "You need to shut up, <laughs> bloody bitch. Get it just, out. Just, your yeah, just <laughs> just brew it. Kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, she she kind of convinced me to kind of get the kit, and I think she um, brought the first one for me from Wilkinson's. Um, so yeah, I did all that. I was like, actually, I want to kind of invest in this a little bit more. So I got um, an grain kit and had a lot more control of what I was brewing. And by that time, a lot more of the breweries had popped up Yeah. Um, locally and further away. So what kind away. of year was that? Good question. Uh, <laughs> probably about 2010... So, like mm. within the five years, I was pestering uh, Jazz and Calic Cottage Wines quite a lot. Right, yeah, yeah. Anthony on so to get certain beers in. Luckily, um, but they were very welcoming. Um, Jazz and Calic Cottage Wines was like, yeah, I could get some of that rogue beer in for you. So yeah. they kind of, I had my dead guy fix from there yeah. quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then from that, they, that also helped introduce me to different breweries locally and further afield, kind of got to pop to a couple of breweries because tap rooms weren't really a thing over nah, here nah. at that point and um, it was over in America so that was another kind of change and shift that that scene you went rocked up at a brewery but you weren't sure how hostile anyone was going to be yeah, and it was yeah. like oh I'll come to buy some beer um, and they're like what are you doing here you're yeah. weird like, <laughs> go to a pub yeah exactly <laughs> kind of thing so um Yeah, it it was really, really interesting. And uh, then it kind of just evolved from that, really. And, uh, yeah, I kind of went to more camera beer festivals to try and keep my real ale roots. Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, obviously got obsessed with, like, Sarah Hughes, that Ruby. Yeah. um, A lot of the kind of Black Country style beers, over that way as well. Bathams, Holden's, all that stuff, yeah. So it's all... I've been, my roots are very much like kind of West Midlands and Midlands kind of traditional breweries, but also there's been that edge of kind of local, maybe further afield, independent breweries and stuff like that. I've never really, even though, I think it's more of a like love affair with this dead guy ale from Rome yeah, that, yeah. that I had, um, that I needed to drink it.
0: Because I don't think I've ever tried that. Is it like a red mm. ale?
3: Like a hoppy red? <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I think i think got a feeling they've changed the formula a little bit, but yeah. it still tastes like a hoppy, kind of bitter. Right. Kind. It's got that yeah. kind of
2: brownish, kind
3: of coppery colour. Yeah.
2: So um, it May, Maybach? Maybach? Am I saying that right? Uh, yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Wow. Oh, well uh, that's sort of German
0: style, yeah, isn't yeah.
3: it? Interesting. Mm, it doesn't really... No. Taste like <laughs> no. It, tastes, it tastes like a hoppy, kind of brown... Yeah. Ambery ale, so like big yeah. malt base, but well hopped with it as well, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: That's the thing with a lot of American beers, though, isn't it? That, yes, it's all the hops, but it's also they've always got a really good malt base. Yes, yeah, the haven't they? Yeah, this is
3: it. That's why I think I kind of fell in love with it so much, because yeah. of the malt base of the like, tr- traditional style, like real ale. It's two worlds colliding almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. But um, from that, I've kind of learned to love hoppier beers. Mm. Um, got into the sours, just pretty much opened up my beer world from from that one little trip. Even though I was still in that beer universe, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, didn't f- it didn't feel like it was open up. to yeah, then. Yeah. So what
1: what was the jump from um, home brewing to actual doing it as a living then? Um,
3: <laughs> real answer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's quite, <laughs> if you want uh, to give the real answer, uh, it, it's quite.
3: It's quite <laughs> morbid actually um so i I was getting quite sick of my job um i was working with the nhs as a stop smoking advisor so it's um it was it's quite full on, but I just weren't... I was passionate about it, but I wasn't necessarily as passionate as anything else. Um, and then you weren't I, a smoker at the time, were you? No, I stopped. No. <laughs> <laughs> you had a Stop word with yourself. Yeah, yeah pretty <laughs> much, pretty much. Um, and then, in some
1: ways, you're the perfect... You know, it's almost that like whole physician it's, heal thyself like exactly, kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Exactly.
3: So I understand, understood why people went through that and like all the cravings and stuff. Um, but unfortunately, my mum passed away. And... Um, when someone close to you passes away you tend to have a re- reflection on your mm. life and you're like, should I really be doing this? Um, mm. What actually do I enjoy? Because life is so important and it's so short. So um, my dad decided to lend me some money um, and do a course up in Sunderland brewing just to see if I actually liked it. Um, I did a three-week course at Brew Lab. Um, it was a practical brewing course. So they basically taught you how to start up a brewery and how to write recipes. And So that's real like condensed that. down into three weeks yeah, of basi- quite intense, yeah? Basically, because I was still working at the NHS at the time. I couldn't get the three months off to do the actual course. Uh-huh. So, ah, right. so yeah, I did an yeah. intense three-week course with them. <sighs> right, um, right. and And I actually... Did the exam a year after my mom passed away, exactly to the date? Wow. Oh right. Um, and so I was back and forth from Sunderland every weekend to see how my dad was doing and family and stuff like that at the same yeah. time. So it was quite full on, um, and I was quite uh, pleased, and um, I was quite shocked that I managed to pass it, and I managed to take on a lot of on board what what you needed to do then. I applied for laser of brewing jobs and yeah. uh, no one wanted me at all. <laughs> mm. so, so all that and you're like, oh, yeah. No. But it's re- I guess there was less breweries around, small breweries around um, at the time. Yeah. And I think because there was small, a l- lot less big breweries around. Because yeah. a, a lot of the small breweries tend to only be like one person, two, mm. two people. Um, and, yeah, it, it was very, very hard to break into that because no one's got the money to spend on you. Yeah. Yeah. Or anything like that. So, yeah. Because I wanted to stay in the industry, um, I decided that maybe going around and helping people out in the brewery on like one or two days off when I'm not at work or getting time yeah. off work would probably be beneficial to kind of keep up my skills yeah. and what I actually learned. So I did that for a while and luckily enough, I managed to get a, a job in the brewery somewhere and eventually moved on from that brewery and settled at Twisted Barrel for like three years wow right that's a long story sorry about that no no no,
1: that's cool that's cool it's it's all Um, really interesting stuff isn't it it's all good it's all
3: so did you
0: find that breweries that you went and helped out at were quite happy to have somebody coming in and what you'd spend the day there or something like that
3: yeah um I mean everyone's Always (laughs) Always <laughs> happy for, like, a, a free hand, yeah. to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you I weren't think, just making the tea, though, were you? No, no. I, I think, <laughs> I, think I, that, I think that's the thing. <laughs> because I had a little bit of experience home brewing and I did this course and they could see that I was quite passionate about it, um, it adds a little bit more weight. Yeah. So instead of someone turning up and, oh, I've brewed once or twice, mm. I want to learn how to brew. Mm. It's very hard to kind of... Keep your day job up and be very on top of that while also teaching someone at the same time. Yeah. yeah. You, you kind of would want someone in the brewery that has an idea of like, how to brew and help you out at the same time. So it was trying to find that balance with people and people that I kind of knew from visiting the breweries before and pestering them for beer um, and <laughs> stuff yeah. like that previously. Um, it it kind of helped to, to do that. So, yeah. Cool. It's a
1: classic with anybody getting into a new job in a new field or whatever, isn't it? Mm. It's like every job you apply for, they always want experience. It's like, mm. well, how can I get experience until I've got yeah. into the... <laughs> yeah. But like you say, they don't want to... Um, they haven't got the time or the patience or the whatever mm. to upskill people. Yeah. So it, the, it's a the, real...
3: I think the thing that I found as well is um, they, the breweries that I did spend a day, two days at, they didn't take the piss. Mm. They they were They were like very, oh, you don't need to do anything here. Like stand away, or just do that over there, or yeah. come and yeah. help me now. It it wasn't like oh, I'm going to sit down and watch you do everything yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it was a learning experience, but at the same time, they were very respectful.
2: So when did you get your, sort of your first hand in sort of recipe creation and kind of you know, um, sort of thing? It was when I
3: was home brewing, to be honest with you, um, like all the ore grains and stuff like that. Uh, commercially though, commercially, um, it would have been at uh, the first brewery that really? I brewed at. Yeah, um, so I was early. saying that though. I, I did a few collaborations with other breweries as well. So, but that that's kind of a give and take thing, really. Mm. You're kind of working things together, and I think that's also a good good way to learn what works best in the commercial brewery as well. Um, it's it's completely different writing a recipe for a commercial brewery than it is to do a homebrew scale. So having that experience and having that someone go, actually, that isn't going to work as well um, on our kit. Um, maybe we can do it a little bit different or do it this way. Or you've actually got a good idea that um, We've never tried it like that before. Because coming from a homebrew background, you, you tend to be a bit more risky. So okay. you, you can ha- actually
2: influence people that ultimately, way. it's what sells at the commercial level, isn't it? And yeah, if you're too yeah, okay. crazy and off the wall, but
3: if, if you're a good brewery and you make good beer, um, hopefully anything that you make will sell. Mm-hmm. Long, long as yeah. long as it is made well, yeah. um, people will kind of see see that and respect that. Hopefully, hopefully,
1: it kind of leads me on to something. I was interesting because obviously the mystery beer that we had was mm. a collab, and we see lots and lots of collabs going on, don't, don't we? And it's like Obviously, for us as drinkers, it's quite interesting to see what people do. But what, what do you as brewers get out of it? And actually, if you if two breweries have got two completely defined styles, how yeah. do you kind of marry those and stuff?
3: Um... First of all, what, what, what I get out of it, or yeah. what someone gets out of it, is a day out, out of the right. brewery <laughs> in someone else's brewery. Yeah, someone yeah. else's brewery. Um, and anyone, that's
1: when it's like, oh no, they're coming to us. God yeah, damn it! Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean, a lot
3: of the time when brewers, other brewers come back, come to Twisted Barrel, I, I tend to try and do as much, much work as possible. I try and make them sit back as much because understanding as a brewer what they have to do every single day, day in day out, I know that. They'll probably respect a little bit of a day off. Yeah,
1: kind of yeah, yeah.
3: not necessarily doing no work, but
1: yeah,
3: um, just kind of the, the
1: real kind of grunt work. Yeah, is been done yeah. I mean, like
3: kinda, it's it's yeah. It's just like just relax a little bit. Yeah, like you're here in my house now, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah, and oh, go on, sorry.
2: I was gonna say the breweries that you work with, though. Yeah. how how is that all decided? Is that people that you've done that you know?
3: It comes
2: around two ways, really.
3: I mean, yeah. Richie's got a lot of contacts. Um, yeah. Who Richie's the head brewer and director of Twisted Barrel, one of the directors of Twisted Barrel. So he's got a lot of contacts, and he, he goes to like beer festivals working and things like that, and just to events. Um, and people pop up all the time and talk about new breweries and what they like. Um, ideally, uh, the ethos and um, some ideas of the brewery need to match each other yeah. really um or if they don't the other brewery needs to have an open mind when coming to say us because we're completely mm. vegan brewery so we don't use any kind of lactose or any finings and stuff like that mm. so they need to be quite open with that and in some ways that goes back to your question again like mixing styles mm. there's been a couple of brewers that do use a lot of lactose in their beer yeah so it's very interesting to make a like um lactosey style vegan beer as well um and it's good to for for us to push our boundaries and kind of see what we can actually achieve and how well and what we can actually use um to supplement things like that um still but that's a good really learning good beer. for them then as exactly. well and, and like yeah. you
1: said all of your knowledge and stuff around that whole vegan yeah. thing and you know no lactose and no findings and yeah. all that it's yeah i can see from their point of view especially if they are a brewery that does do a lot of lactose mm. and findings and stuff it's like so how do you do that then yeah, how, yeah. so, so was, how do you get around that issue and how do, yeah yeah so as i don't know
0: whether this would be a good example of it or not but obviously you're mild the beast of the midlands mild yes. which is with the vanilla pods mm-hmm. and stuff You know, it's got that sweetness to it that most other places, I guess, would have probably used lactose to get. So it gives you... You're in this sort of thing where we've got to find a
3: workaround to get Mm. something like that. I... If anyone's using lactose in the mild, that's really (laughs) weird, first of all.
4: (laughs) Well, yeah,
3: I just meant kind of like dark beers with a hint of sweetness. Yeah, 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 I'll get get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, we do use a lot of vanilla. Um, yeah, sometimes. that'd be a milk mild, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. A milk mild, that just doesn't sound right, does it? Um, yeah, so we use a lot of vanilla to kind of round off sweetness and um, kind of blend flavours as much as possible. Um, a lot of it does come from yeast, um, adding body into beer and that as well. Um, so, yeah, there's plenty of other ways around it.
0: Yeah, um, actually, just talking about vanilla, I'd heard that it's, like, really expensive
3: now. Has that caused any issues um, not really many issues because we don't... I say we brew and use vanilla a lot, but it's only so many brews a year, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's not really a, make any financial impact. and that We still yeah. use the same amount of vanilla in mm. all our kind of milds, even the export vanilla mild as well, Brobdingnagian. The, the brob, brobding, 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 brobding,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is one of my favourite beers of yours. And as we said to you the other week, we had a, a bottle of it that was aged... We'd had yeah. that for two years. And you forgot was, about it, really, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was in the back of the cupboard. And, oh, my God, it was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it, it was it, one
1: of those where it was just like, OK, how's this going to be? And, uh, and I was drinking it going, mmm, yeah, yeah. this works really well. And you, when we saw you a couple of weeks yeah. ago in the barrel, you were just like, really? Are you not just being nice? And just, yeah. it's like, no, seriously. No, it, it was, was
0: It was amazing. And then you go, oh, yeah, we don't bottle that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, that is definitely one of my... My favourite is all about the malt bill, isn't it, and the richness to it and stuff. It's It's very,
3: very complex malt bill. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you're still doing the the beast of a Midlands mild, though, aren't you? That turns upon cask, don't it? Yeah.
3: Yeah, a lot of it tends to go in cask now, Um, and keg as well. That's pretty much it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Excellent.
1: Good. So. um, Um. Just to, as a bit of an aside, whilst I have been listening to you, Carl, I promise, but um, I have also been, I've been multitasking. I've been looking at uh, our Twitter feed as well, and I see that um, we've actually got 504 followers now. Yay! Yay! So... (laughs) As Simon put on Twitter the other day, it's just like we'd give we a were shout. We're about out. to hit yeah. 500. Yeah, we we're about to hit 500, so we should give a shout out to our 500th follower, and that is Matthew Hale, who's from uh, Stratford. So nice to local. And Matthew and local. has won. And Matthew has just won our love and respect forever. For uh, and mine. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and Matthew is at Matthew JH100.
0: So yeah, just so, so follow Thank you guys. <laughs> yeah. So
1: thank you very much. We're yeah. uh, very happy with that. So uh,
0: excellent. <laughs> Right, we've got another beer in front of us. Uh, tell us all about it, Carl. Wow. 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 <laughs> well, well, well.
3: Um, this is called <laughs> Beyond Obsidian. It is a blueberry imperial stout made by Wild Weather Ales. It's 10% in alcoholic volume, <laughs> and it looks like engine oil smell <laughs> <laughs> um, it from here it's, it's really yeah. it's, course,
2: crunchy
3: the imperial blueberry stout is deeper darker and more complex chocolate caramel and roasted grains Ooh, play, a, <laughs> play <laughs> off the fruit to reveal a dessert like character that will lick your face <laughs> And take you for a walk. <laughs> well, that's what Wild Weather says about
1: it. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. For let's. anybody that's being a bit concerned about Carl, now he was reading that from the tasting notes. So he wasn't just making that up. As he
0: let's get our noses in this. Ten percent. Ten percent. Sessionable money. We're up into double digits now. Yeah. Cheers. Mm. Well, I think he's already board.
1: going for I'm it. I'm going in there. Yeah. I'm like. That oh. is just
0: massive, isn't it? Oh, that's
1: good. Yeah.
0: Mm. So hang on, this is... Yeah, blueberry. The blueberries are just... They're like jumping out of the glass, yeah. aren't they? It's like a... like a, Popping, y- as yeah. the cool kids say. Popping. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm certainly not cool. And I'm certainly not a kid, so... <laughs> it's like a blueberry muffin, isn't it? It's yeah. just... A, just... Whoa. Blueberry chocolate muffin.
1: See, I'm getting Incredible. no blueberries.
3: Whoa! That's all I'm tasting. <laughs> that's literally all I'm tasting. When's the last time you had any blueberries?
1: Well, that's true, actually, yeah. When was the last time I had a blueberries? I think you need your
3: palate (laughs) recalibrated.
0: I do.
1: Hold on, let me get some water first. (laughs) It's,
0: yeah, it's just massive blueberry in it, and it's so
3: thick. It's really, really thick. It's viscous. It clings onto the glass. Yeah, I was going to say, it's ruined the glass. It's got it's got, got a nice little head on the top that just kind tan, of, kind of yeah, yeah that's like sticking to the side it's very romantic oh. <laughs> yeah after oh, that uh, description yeah, yeah. It's, 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 of... it's, but it also is very very silky mm. it's smooth yeah it's hard oh, do you want me to keep going or <laughs> no I think I think <laughs> keep I think we're,
2: we're, we're good on this it's
0: uh, it's, it's really it's a sip drinkable
2: like, yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah considering it's 10% Yeah. It's, uh, it's not. If this was a mystery beer, it wouldn't take me long to guess what. Uh, no, <laughs> yeah. exactly. No, mm. for mm. me, I'd, so anyway. I'd be
1: because yeah. you definitely get the alcohol burn as well, so you I wouldn't know. Be able to get the ABV. Big. I
2: think I, I would have said that's like six.
1: Oh god, no, I wouldn't. It doesn't i I'd, I'd be yeah. six yeah. or seven, yeah, but no. certainly
3: not ten. It definitely tastes a lot lower than what it should be, yeah. which mm. is also worrying. See, yeah. For me,
1: it's not. I'm, see, I think that's my problem. I'm getting the alcohol burn off it, really, really. which is why I'm not really getting much of the other flavors and mm. stuff. So I would have, I would have said if that was a mystery beer, I would have gone, "Oh, that's a high APB yeah. beer." I think so. your glass is faulty. <laughs> yeah. go. yeah. It's got a big logo on it. I'm, I'm
2: worried about it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thank you <laughs> bl- yeah. Thank you for blaming the glass, not the not the person. Yeah. yeah
2: definitely glass.
0: um Right, so whilst we sip this very carefully, uh, we're on to our hoppy excursions and uh, you know where we've been about drinking and what we've been drinking lately. Um, so, uh, yeah, Charles, what have you been up to? Over to me.
2: Um, to be honest, it's been quite a quiet month the last well, April, that is, compared yeah. to March, which was like pretty, pretty busy. But probably going to steal a little bit of your thunder, but I have been to the two places which you've written down that you guys went to, so I'm not going to steal all your thunder. Okay. Uh, Cork and Cage... I went the opening night Yeah, um, was oh. did you get invited to that I didn't no not the no, uh, no the, uh, the, uh, not, not the official, soft uh, no, though no, no, the okay I was with the, the regular uh, uh, okay. crew you know. <laughs> the hoi polloi uh, yeah, the, the
1: normal opening yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, I just dropped in and, and um, yeah, had a had a cheeky half. Um, didn't have any food though because it looked like it was a it was a big queue outside to mm-hmm. sort of get in, and um, there was quite a lot of people ordering food as well. But gr- I don't know, great space. I mean, great. We'll you, come on, you're on to the, you're the food come later. Yeah, we'll come on um, to the food later. So, but yeah, all I'll say is it was a it was a great sort of experience and good. That I, glad that I went there for the, yep. the for that opening night. Uh, the other place was Two Tailed Lion in Leicester dropped in there for uh, a beer a Twisted Barrel beer actually Ooh. Uh, yeah mm. on, on cask of and how was cups. that <laughs> be honest be yeah. honest the pressure is on um, you know it was, it was great honestly I was really happy with it which which <laughs> which which which, which, <laughs> which, 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 which <laughs> but you couldn't look him in the eye as you were saying that <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. It, 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 it was good that's all I'll say um but yeah, that was about it, really. Honestly, just, just trying a few things at home and yeah. Yeah, the normal places that we go to around, around our area. Um, yeah. That was it,
0: really. Okay, cool stuff. Moving um, on. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, should we, we'll just do our bit first because I think that's Kyle's probably best. Before. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Places we've been to for the first time in the last month or so actually do kind of replicate that a little bit. We went to Cork, Cork and Cage. Cork. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You went to Cork and Cage first. We went to Two Tailed Lion first, but you know, um, Cork and Cage. Yeah, we went a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday. We wanted to go on a Saturday, sort of lunchtime, so it's quite quiet, so that because we, we we made a point of wanting to go for some food as well. So we had some of the Turkish food. That was uh, Mets, served at the, there the, the Mezé plates um, and uh, yeah what did we have
1: I um, can't remember now one thing. one of the dishes yeah. is called
0: Menemem. <laughs>
1: say, say that again there you go <laughs> um, and and the other
0: <laughs> oh, I set them up yeah uh, and the other was like a hummus dish and they were both fabulous and and it's great because. They're quite small plates, so you can just order as much as you sort want. So sharing everyone. plates. Yeah, um, yeah
1: well... Um, more kind of like tapas things, so you yeah, get like yeah, yeah. individual amount. plates, but you can, if you order four or five... You can, mm. Yeah, you know, so like they, they got a Turkish
0: stuff. guy actually running the kitchen at the back of the... Uh, I mean, it's a pretty small place, Cork & Cage. It obviously used to be quite a small shop, so it's quite a long and narrow sort of place. They've got about uh, eight taps eight on, I think. Yeah, um, Some good... Bottle selection in the fridge, uh, cans and bottles and stuff in the fridge.
2: Sours and lambics on tap? Mixture (sighs) of.
0: Yeah, they tend to have at least a couple of of sour beers on. Uh, I think they launched initially with the kind of thing that it was going to be more of that style than what they've actually got on now. But, But then again, you're in the suburbs of Brum. I don't think there's a huge demand for drinking
3: lambics. Uh, in Sturchley Wow, well, saying that, yeah, I was yeah. going to say. I mean, Beer Gonzo yeah. um, mm. in the middle of Ulster, no, that- it It's very much a kind of residential kind of area with yeah, pubs. Weatherspoon's next door to it, yeah. um, and they've done very well for themselves in the Lambic Tap Room, and they've kind of ventured out into natural wines now as well. At the same mm. time, so yeah, um, I think if you if you not, build it, they will come. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I suppose the thing with Gonzo though is. Because they've got the bottle shop as well, so they've got that almost as their bread and butter, and then they can almost have the.
0: They could take the the tap room is a bit of a
1: for want of a better word, a bit of a folly, but you're right, it has paid off for them because people because they're quite close to the train station as well, people will almost flunk there. It's a 15-minute walk in it from Coff train station of, to, to become Gonto, a destination yeah. place now, don't they? But the same with so. um, Kings Norton, I guess. And, yeah. yeah. And
0: and That's and true. You can so walk up to Cotteridge in 10 minutes from Kings Norton mm-hmm. station, which... Uh, Although is, you'd be better
2: off getting off at Bourneville for Cork and Cage, would yes.
1: you Yes. Oh, That's okay. true, yeah. Bourneville is the, the nearest car- stop for so yeah. Cork and Cage. Yeah. Either way, it's... Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. I suppose it is a... Do you try and cater for everybody, mm. all the locals and everything, or do you just go, no, this is our, what we're selling, and then it's like hopefully people will come there as a destination. I basically. haven't managed
3: to get over there yet, but um, I, I want to. Mm. But at the moment they just seem to be offering a lot of the beers and stuff what Cotteridge are offering. Yeah. There's so a bit of overlap, they, yeah. Yeah, if they if they maybe do branch out into that, like Lambit Star, mm. it would give me much more of a reason yeah. to definitely mm. head over that way. Yeah, Because that, I
1: think, was the first time our fear was going there was, um, well, my fear was it was just going to be all sours on tap. And actually, that's not my fear at all. I want that. No, exactly. You want that, I see. But whereas every every time, the twice we've been, it's, um, I've always found something that I can have as well. So, yeah, Yeah. uh, Um, but yeah, 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 again, um, it's that balance, isn't it?
0: No, it's definitely a great place to, to check out. The food is great. And, uh, I mean, obviously they hit news in, in Twitter recently. Um, with. And they've got some fantastic little glasses there that are um, bespoke with cork and cage etched into them. And, um, yeah, they posted on Twitter that they've lost a shed load of them because people have been
3: nicking them, which Come on, is people. just ridiculous, isn't really? it, really? Uh, it happens everywhere, though. Does
1: it, but, do you, yeah, do but, you have a lot of it? Yeah, at
3: the bar? yeah that's why we stopped doing yeah. branded glasses.
0: Mm. Ah, right. <laughs> Simple. <Yeah. laughs> but do you know what? It just then lowers the experience for everybody. You know, it's nice to go somewhere and have a branded glass, um, but then the tea leaves kind of ruin it for everybody and you all have to have the crappy kind of thing with no, uh, no branding on it. Doesn't change the beer that's inside. <laughs> True.
2: You try, you try telling that to a Belgian.
4: Yeah.
2: True. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. Very yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Yeah. But what's the solution then? Do you, do, you, do you put a deposit down? You leave your shoe. You, like yeah. Your shoe. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Simple's. Um, they won't want my shoe. Like, yeah. I'd rather take a glass than my shoe. <laughs> um, that. Yeah. yeah if
1: you, that's the trouble. If you walk in with your like, you know, I actually have done with these shoes now and I've just bought some more it's like quite yeah. happy to leave that I
3: just keep a spare shoe in my bag all the time yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. smell my plimsoll yeah <laughs> um, so so yeah cork and cage love it uh, it's all part of the Sturtley mile that we've talked about before so um, yeah it's definitely worth checking out and, and we've got some up-
2: updates in Sturchley as well have we recently Glasshouse
0: oh yeah Glasshouse. apparently the tap room looking to open late May early June fingers, fingers crossed <laughs> so we shall see yeah. we shall see uh, but you know some of us have invested so we've got a bit of credit behind the bar already so Come on. you're going to drink them dry yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. all the haze. haze
0: all the haze so yeah that's that's. Um, yeah.
1: we've got 18 months worth of uh, drink, <laughs> <laughs> drinking to do in one day we're so. going to be thirsty yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, so um, the other place we went to, uh, Two-Tailed Lion in Leicester, we were over there for some gigs, uh, but during the afternoon we had some time to kill, so uh, I wanted to check it out because I'd seen their profile on uh, Facebook, and uh, the place is, is quite a small little bar, it's run by uh, Matt and Alice, and and we went in there and had a chat with them. Absolutely lovely people. Mm-hmm. Um, they got about six keg lines, three cast three lines. Caps, yeah. And the, a fridge. And a fridge full of decent cans and bottles as well. Um, really nicely done out the places.
1: Yeah, it's just a really nice space. Very welcoming it? space. Yeah.
0: yeah, and it's kind of, it's like a friend of ours that was with us sort of said, you know, it's not industrial like a craft bar is. Uh, so, you know, there's like scaffolding kind yeah. of everywhere and just bare metal and stuff. Um, it's really, really nicely done out. And um, new seating areas. Yeah. yeah, you've got an upstairs bit as well. and. yeah.
1: Um, like our friend said, it looks like a traditional pub, but it's great because obviously yeah. they've got the keg lines as well. Oh, so it, it's that.
3: It's very much like a traditional pub meets a modern.
1: Yeah, park. exactly that. Yes. Yeah, it's
3: kind of like a nice mashup, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, with enough space for everyone to sit down. Yeah, stander. Yeah, or, yeah. You know. yeah. Uh,
0: I really, really love the place. They do great bar snacks as well. Some great Scotch eggs and sausage rolls and bits and bobs in there as well. Um, when we went in there, they'd got some uh, beers on from Salt Brewery. Um, who are quite sort of newish to the scene and they'd got on uh, some they got sour beer on they Buxton Sour um, real mixture of stuff they got Torside on cask wow yeah wow. A Torside wow. stout yeah, yeah. really they got Jake so, Head
1: on cask and Jake
0: head on cask as well oh. from Wylam um, so someone's been doing their
3: homework then
1: with yeah. the beers. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: I think Matt and Alice it says on the Facebook they're both Cicerone accredited oh, as well. there you go then. Yeah. And <laughs> they totally know their stuff. and yeah. Lovely lovely people. We hope to get them on the podcast actually at some point in the future. Yeah. Be um, because it's, it's such a top place. And Leicester I feel is lagging behind a little bit in the Midlands. We, You know we've always said quite a bit over the last couple of years oh Birmingham it's a bit slow mm-hmm. to get off. Birmingham's now roaring away and Leicester yeah Traditional ales. There's a
2: lot so of places sort of to drink. Like Northampton as well, you know. It's a sort of yeah, game. I mean, Again, uh,
1: Corv, you know, come on, Coventry, <laughs> you know. It's like, um,
3: yeah. Frameworks over in Leicester, yeah, as well. I don't uh, know much about them. Um, they're making some really, really good beers um, mm. at the moment, and yeah, I just think that Leicester does need to pick up the kind of bar mm. and yeah. pub game more. I mean, once once they are around maybe there will be a a few more breweries popping up around that way. You've
0: got
2: Braebrook, obviously. Yeah, Yeah, you've got Braebrook just
0: outside Market Harbour. And also one of the beers that was on last weekend when we were there was a new brewery in Melton Mowbray called Round Corner. Uh, And they've only just sort of set up. Apparently they've got their own tap room in Melton Mm. um, that you can go and drink in and mix They're not... Try, the, it was a cask beer that was on, but they're doing a lot of keg stuff as well. I think it was one of their first cask beers actually that we tried, um, so they're one to kind of look out for as well. So it, you know, there's
3: stuff happening. Oh, was, yeah. yeah. So the two tail lion. Yeah. They, they would. It seemed like they're kind of championing kind of new brewers as well mm. as yeah. like. No,
4: no,
2: yeah, you got good. yeah yeah you got Low Wylam building, there, and then yeah. there was Cloudwater. There was when I was there, it was Cloudwater, Northern Monk, Wylam, yeah. all the kind of. You know, the, the, the sort of the big players as it's well. cool.
0: Yeah, they're I mean,
1: local. But alongside local and... Yeah. and yeah. Well, and it's and, just like, know, like the so other
0: day. Obviously, there was a Twisted Barrel Meet the Brewer event. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: for
0: yeah.
1: So, yeah. Well, yeah. mentioning that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, like, uh, in, a, in a week or two's time, they got a Northern Monk special coming up where they're having three Northern Monk beers on cask. Brilliant. Wow. Yeah. Right. are uh, they
1: also doing an event as well where they're doing mystery beers yes uh, they're
0: doing like this thing I think it's becoming um, quite a
1: thing now isn't it yeah. Yeah. You, I know exactly. where, where what, people, have you, what have you started Charles? it's almost you like started. a
0: sort of sharing thing from what I've seen on their, on their Facebook page where they basically get some cans in and then yeah take the labels off and then everybody sits around drinking them and, and you know drink without prejudice I guess is, yeah. is what yeah. all that's about isn't it
3: yeah. um, just but, enjoy beer
0: yeah So, massive, massive uh, love for uh, Two-Tailed Line and definitely want to get back there again. Uh, Whilst we were in Leicester, we also went to Bruklopedia, which is a great little bottle shop there. Um, Good range of stuff there. Big fridges full of all the hoppy stuff. Um, You know, the more hot forward beers are all all in uh, fridges. So, that's... uh, a Great place, uh, as well, and shout out to Luke who works there, who let us leave some of our podcast flyers there as well. So, um, that's uh, that's a good thing. Uh, although he did say he was off to start running a bar somewhere in East Northamptonshire, I think Ooh. sometime, uh, I think Rushton Way or something like mm-hmm. that. Actually, sounds interesting, yeah. So, that's that's uh, so that's maybe something the East to watch.
1: Midlands out. will finally uh, catch oh. up with West Midlands, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're definitely
0: East 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 saying then that yeah. uh. That uh, the West Midlands has got the uh, the lead at
3: the moment. Ooh. You just,
4: really?
2: Ooh,
3: yeah. I'd say it's fifty fifty. It's quite quite <laughs> even. At the might
1: have
2: well, a, something to say about.
0: Exactly. <laughs> we need we need to record a, a collab cast with Men Beer. They called vanity. us out. Yeah. So we're we're, <laughs> we're gonna we gotta we gotta sort something out uh, regarding that. But yeah, it's one of these funny things, isn't it? With East meets West, you sort of go yeah, West Midlands. Yeah. Well, you know, Twisted Barrel. Um, Burning Soul, um, Glass, house. Glass House. And then you go, yeah, so what have East got? Uh, okay, Neon Raptor, <laughs> uh, Bray Brook. Um, Black Iris. Black Iris. It's a good little battle.
1: Trappist. Bru- um, oh, and to- they've got a
0: Trappist <laughs> Brewery. Oh, <yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how can we compete with that? You know. So, yeah, it's, it'd be an interesting one if you were to do this thing where you go, right, let's bring three of the best beers from the West Midlands versus three of the best from the... East Midlands and and fight it out and see who's got who's got the best beer sort of thing. Uh, I, I don't want to fight with anyone. No no <laughs> no, 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 no. Just no, no, just, no, just, no. <laughs> just compare tasting notes. That's what. I mean. no, just no, just no. some friendly tasting. Um. So so yeah, that's that's pretty much what we've been up to lately. Um, Carl, I think you've been all over Berkshire mm. by the sound of it. been the trip. Oh, where to
4: start? <laughs> take, a breath,
3: take a breath. Yeah. Take a breath. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right. (laughs) Um, A couple of weeks ago now, um, me and four of my friends decided it would be a good idea. Well, I decided it would be a good idea to take four of my friends on a mystery room tour. So they never knew anything like what breweries we were going to. So you just went and picked them up? Literally picked them up and drove all day without drinking wow. so you're the designated yeah, driver pretty, that's, pretty much that's Yeah, a pretty selfless task
1: <laughs> I think that's the definition <laughs> of selflessness yeah
3: yeah. Um, well it, it was quite interesting really to see what tap rooms have actually got to offer in the way of kind of designated drivers and non-alcoholic beers yeah. wow well. yeah. so that was kind of my my way of looking at it really it kept things exciting well everyone has a drinking. anyway <laughs> uh, so we did about six tap rooms in total in one day um, all over kind of uh, kind of by red in uh, instead um, and, and kind of down that that way really so we started off at um, Wild Weather so that's pretty much where hey. I got Beyond, beyond um, Obsidian, Obsidian from which we're drinking at the moment yeah. which is well, gone some of us still drinking
4: yeah definitely yeah. <laughs>
3: gone so um, yeah Wild Weather have um, just moved up to 440 mil cans as well um, I've got like a, a newish uh, canning line put in um, they seem to be doing very very well they've got about 8 taps in and um, I'm not entirely sure if I can say this or not, but from what I heard, they might be releasing a gin sometimes. Oh, okay. Hopefully, I don't get told off for that. That's <laughs> right. They won't really listen to this. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we spent um, about an hour there. Yeah. Um, picked up a few cans um, and then headed off to uh where did we head off to after that i think it was uh, west berkshire brewery mm-hmm. yeah so um they've just moved into a, a kind of newish premises on the same kind of ground where they were got a brand new kit Um, their tap room is um expansive it's massive they're doing food there they've got quite a few traditional hand pulls in there they do a couple of guest keg beers they do their own guest keg beer like keg beers from like renegade and stuff like that um and they've got a couple of yeasty boys beers on because they contract brew for yeasty boys don't they yes Uh, yes that that i know of I, i think I think it's Didn't on the, the Yeasty Boys cans.
0: It's on the cans. Of, if you b- <laughs> okay, pick a can of gonna Matter up, it yeah. says where
3: it's brewed it's there, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and then they've got like a little shop there as well um, where I picked up um, a beer that they did with the Solvay Society, which are a brewery down in... I need to check London. them out because they're, they're doing some interesting stuff. Yeah, they're very much kind of... Belgian saying, inspired yeah, yeah so farmhouse ales and stuff like that Saison's they're very very good um, so I picked up a couple that collab um, and a couple of uh, West Berkshire beers yeah. and then um, with all the whole kind of idea of visiting different tap rooms I wanted to get a kind of different experience at each one really so Wild Weather very much a small independent microbrewery West Berkshire a massive kind of um, microbrewery um, doing all different styles of beer,
0: traditional and... Do you think a lot of that is because they're doing a lot of contract brewing and stuff then? Is that why they've expanded Um, so much? Because it's not like you see... I mean, maybe they're big locally in the sort of Reading and Berkshire they, they definitely are in, yeah, yeah. in, in, in their yeah. casks
1: you, you kind you of it is. See a lot of here do well, well, no. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, no, um, no sorry West, West, West Berkshire yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah but um, the whole Renegade brand is theirs as well so they're in Tesco at the minute mm. um, the Vienna lag is quite good snake oil snake oil yeah double IPA as well yeah. it's really, really nice double IPA um, yeah so we, we tried to I tried to mix it up as much as possible so after that we went over to Witchwood Hobgoblin Uh, Hobgoblin yeah Yeah. Um, and they also make Brickspear over there as well Um, it's part of the Marston's Empire isn't it yeah Yeah. Yeah, pretty much Um, and they've got like a little pub-esque tap room in there as well where I managed to drink one of their experimental brews which I never knew even existed have they got a pilot kit or something I have no idea how they did it right okay (laughs) (laughs) but they're they're trying to do like single hop experimental brews and um, I can't exactly remember which hop it was now but it was like a five percent pale single hop beer really really tasty actually really really good um and obviously it had hop goblin and and um, from the source and stuff like that from, yeah. and it was just basically cask beer there yeah um and then we moved over to uh double barrel which are based in redding now
0: I've heard a bit about them from another podcast yeah so yeah. it's a husband and wife team I think that set yeah. that up yeah uh,
3: Lucy and I want to say Mike um, i not sure yeah yeah, um, yeah they were there um, I think Mike was celebrating his birthday um, it, the, the tap room was absolutely packed out they've got a, a massive unit um, they've got a very nice kit um, are very, they canning as well? they are I canning, think, canning yeah, yeah I was yeah, going to yes. say I think I've yeah. seen yeah, their cans? Can. Yeah, yeah they're definitely canning as well they've got quite a a good stock of canned beer as well and guest canned beer um and then they they've got quite a few taps as well um all keg beer and they do a couple of guest beers there as well um but very affordable very nice space um try and go there when you can so is that is that in an industrial it's in an industrial unit i think it's just outside the real centre
0: of Reading
2: 20 stadium way Reading
3: yeah is where it so, is so yeah you could get the train to Reading and mm. get to there get though. a taxi there it'd yeah, yeah. be easier to be honest so it trains from Leamington go to Reading yeah. Just, yeah. Saying. Yeah. just saying hashtag just saying future well, reference well the thing is um, I think they're one of the, the first main kind of craft breweries in Reading I think yeah. there's a couple of quite traditional ones based on the outskirts so it, it's quite new for Reading to like as an area to have that Yeah. whereas you've got um, about half an hour drive um, you got um, Fletchamstead, which has got elusive. Finchamstead, mm. Finchamstead, sorry. Finchamstead, oh, you're Fletch thinking Stead. of Fletchamstead, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah,
2: uh, yeah. And Siren isn't
3: it? Yeah, Siren and Elusive are there. So yeah. we actually went to Siren after that.
2: Um, Segway. Oh, sure. yeah. 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 At this point,
3: <clears throat> I was tired. <laughs> yeah. oh, everyone was getting drunk. Well, like I say everyone was getting drunk. We we left it so there was enough driving in between each place that we went to. So there was no one really overdoing it with the beers yeah. and we made sure yeah. that there was like enough water in the car and drinks in yeah. the car and that as well so by the time we got to the next place they were quite refreshed yeah um and then we went to siren and to be honest with you that 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 was the first time they kind of really got to me that i couldn't drink mm. so i was drinking like non-alcoholic beers yeah um and a diet coke so I, I was i was quite surprised at, at the fact that there was quite a range of non-alcoholic beers at each tap room like, yeah they made it for designated drivers a lot of them like double barrel was quite good um uh, what else? um wild weather I got a nice well, so
2: guest non-alcoholic beers
3: or yeah guest guest non-alcoholic yeah, beers as well and yeah. you know, sort of yeah, stuff drafts, like
2: that, so, yeah. Um, big, I, uh, big, big drop to be, or whatever.
3: Big drop. Yeah, yeah. Big, I had a lot of big drop, and I um, found out that I really enjoyed a beer called Lucky Saint, which is a non-alcoholic lager, which is really, really nice as well.
0: That's pretty tough to do, isn't it? Yeah. A good
3: non-alcoholic lager. It tastes really, really good, actually. Yeah? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I got just fed up of diet coke. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's just gassy and yeah. horrible. Well,
1: yeah. it also gets really cloying after a while, doesn't it? Yeah, like, I just door? wanted to change it up, and I didn't yeah. want to.
3: Fan- didn't fancy drinking water and like, yeah. coffee all day and getting wide. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so and uh, help with
1: the drive back home, but yeah, equally, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like then wouldn't help with the sleep, then not it? Yeah.
3: yeah, so so we've kind of done the whole um, variety of tat rooms. We've gone from traditional small, big, um, to new. They went to Siren, which were quite a well-established. I'd love quite to go to their place. tap room, actually. What, yeah. what was the setup there like? Um, yeah. The tap room itself was quite small. Oh, okay. Um, they've got a nice big outdoor area where they're doing food. Yeah. Um, plenty of taps. Staff were really, really friendly in there. They've got a little merch area where you can buy a couple of beanies and a couple of bottles. Um, they've got all their, all their beers in bottle um, in a couple of fridges. But as soon as I turned up, I looked at what's on tap there. They had a lot of like Imperial stouts Mm. and they got like the core range and that as well. Quite a lot of stuff that I've never really seen before. Yeah. So I looked at it. I was like, you got, you got. Diet Coke that I can have please they <laughs> just looked at me and went yeah we've got a Diet Coke I and mean, they just seen it in my face that I yeah. Like, yeah. like kind of things and, every, <laughs> and still... everyone else after like was all ordering like all their, their double IPAs yeah. is, well not double IPAs but the, no, the, no, the but... Imperial Stouts and yeah. stuff like that all the big beers and I was like oh, I'm really really gutted I can't drink any of this so I managed to, luckily every single tap room that I went to um did take away so, managed to so grab cool, some good stuff yeah. yeah from a lot of them so did that one um, and then my probably favourite of of the day actually um, went to a place called Tap Social in Oxford
4: yeah. right
3: now I've heard about these guys because
0: I'm not going to steal your thunder actually no no go ahead Um well, actually, we're going to come on to this in the news, so I'll leave it
3: for now. But they're a, a very special setup, aren't they? Yes, they are. Right. Over to you. Okay. Um, basically, they're, they employ or um, hire in people that have just got out of prison um, yeah. and help them kind of um, contribute back in, well, rehabilitate, rehabilitate yeah. back into yeah. life. Yeah. So um, they, they teach them how to brew and they, they get them to work behind the bar. And um, yeah, just basically help them on their way really um, and that that was the kind of aspect that I was going for with, with with all the different tap rooms we wanted to make sure that um, the ethos behind each tap room was a little bit different so people kind of understood really where the beer come from and where the passion of the beer come from yeah um, and what people actually did in the brewery um, the beers from the tap were really good. From what people were telling me, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I had uh, the big drop pale ale there, uh, yeah. which was really nice, actually. Um, Everyone was really, really friendly behind the bar. The actual space itself was quite big. They got a nice mezzanine floor above the brewery, um, full of kind of rugs and comfy sofas everywhere. They had a jazz... So this is uh, outskirts of Oxford, yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah oh, okay. pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then they had a nice jazz band playing downstairs. Oh, wow. It was just like really funky. Um, they had food outside. We, we pretty much turned up about... Uh, half 9, 10 oh, at man. night um, and they closed about 11 half 11 and at this point um, all our partners and wives were just like <laughs> yeah you can come back as late as you want now it's just, yeah. It's, it's yeah. just like you don't have to rush back so, yeah. so we had like a nice chilled couple of hours yeah. there before they closed and I was like getting a bit tired and I was like oh no i have got like two and a half hours to drive back to Coventry yeah. and yeah. three hours to drop everyone off yeah. but um, yeah every, everyone kind of got the ethos behind each of the breweries everyone kind of understood that they were different everyone really enjoyed the beers um, from the actual breweries themselves yeah direct from them everyone took home kind of beers as well so I think all in all we all had had a pretty good day yeah Yeah. no
0: it sounds great great. to to actually check out all of these Places really.
3: Um, I, I wanted to pick also like breweries that I hadn't actually been to before, yeah. Yeah. Or, or haven't had much beer from. I, ideally, I probably would have just went to Birmingham and went to a couple of <laughs> tap rooms in Birmingham, but I've done. It's that, the easy people. option, though, isn't it? Yeah. And, and
0: we do that because it is that thing, and and you know, generally speaking. You try and work stuff out around public transport so nobody Mm. is the designated driver. Um, I'm guessing the places that you went to, if you put your mind to it, you probably could get to by public transport. You couldn't? No. No. Not easily,
2: I take it.
3: If I I did it by public transport, I wouldn't have been able to... Well, hit so many, obviously. Yeah, got so many, and it probably would have stretched over two days. Like, there's no trains. We'll so, trains are ready, and
2: then where do you then go?
3: Go, exactly. Yes. Like, oh, after that. Um, Try to find
1: local buses. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like, mm. there's no no one that goes to West Berkshire Brewery. You no. need to drive or walk or cycle. And that yeah. make, makes me
0: wonder just how busy these places
3: are, then. It's got to be... Local people yes. going in there, pretty much. It's literally, like, we turned up um, pretty much when it was dinner time, so yeah. everyone was eating. Yeah. Um, it, it looked like it was probably their busiest time. There was no seats inside. It, we, we had to sit outside. Um, so it, they're doing well. They're, mm. they, they're appealing. Everyone's, all the tap rooms seem to be appealing to their own yeah. market in their own particular way.
1: But it does mm. ha- exactly highlight two things, doesn't it? It highlights the lack of public transport to get to a lot of these places. Yep. And like you said, and then also, what is what what are the offerings for designated drivers? Mm. And I know on a previous podcast before, now we've, we've mentioned this, where Steve Reader, who's been on before, he said exactly the same thing. This, What do you have? Is if you're a driver, what, what options have you got? You've got Diet Coke. After a while, you get to the point where you're just like, can't cope with any more of yeah. this I think it's two things in it really you, you know, don't
0: want to drink something created by a, a global mega corporation and also you don't want to create you don't want to drink stuff that's like super sweet yeah uh, you and, know.
1: And, and what is the there is no low or non-alcoholic well,
0: these things exist but tend to be like places like London you go oh square root soda for yeah. example yeah. yeah but you're only finding them in the places that's like really hip to what's Hey, let's let's try and choose our suppliers. That's somebody independent. That's somebody with a conscience. That kind of thing. Other places
3: go. Yeah, we've got Coke for the non-drinkers. Yeah, and that's all there is. Yeah. It, it's a weird one as well. It's like I, I I understand that point, but at the same time, I think what we did on that that day it was quite an extreme. Mm. <laughs> no one goes around every weekend to six no, tap
4: rooms. Yeah. No, that's something yeah.
3: you do for charity or something yeah. you do... Yeah. Uh... A, a lot of people probably just go to one or two that's next to each other, so maybe they they do have, like, a half of one beer and then that's and then that's yeah, it. Then that's
1: um, so... But is, is that why you chose down there as well, because you'd looked at all the tap rooms and whatever around there and thought, yeah, I, wanna, I want these guys to experience that, or...?
3: Um, of all the local
1: places to go, it's like, you know, or oh, all the places to go, how come you chose all the way down there?
3: I'm hoping to do, with the same people, um, different areas yeah. around the UK, um, but do it at each different times. So Yeah, not on consecutive days. Yeah, no. no definitely not. <laughs> and and definitely hopefully yeah. someone else driving next time. But <laughs> Yeah. you've done your turn. Yeah. But I uh, six tap rooms in one day is absolutely a massive task. I, yeah. I, I oh, yeah. thought yeah. that was way too much. So maybe next time I'll probably because we 'cause we've kinda aimed south middle, like if UK probably goes south west next time and we'll kind of do a clockwise kind of motion and come back around. so Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like uh, that sounds good. like a good thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it appears that we've drunk all <laughs> of this uh, wild weather <laughs> yeah. beyond yeah. obsidian. Uh, yeah. Final thoughts on the beer?
1: As it got warmer, I found it less alcoholic, and so I was. But I still wasn't getting blueberry on it. <laughs> Amazing! Amazing! I was yeah.
2: just totally the opposite. I was getting all blueberry and just <laughs> massive was. drinkability
0: for. A blueberry just punched me in the face. Yes. <laughs> you know? That's what it was
3: to me, you know? Hey,
0: Simon. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He <laughs> didn't say that on the tasting note. So. No. But no, it's
0: no. supposed
1: to lick your face, yeah, not punch you in the face. <laughs> well, you know,
0: I'm not that likable. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's time we add another beer, actually. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we got another beer in front of us. It's another dark one. Uh, what is it? It's from the cellar. AKA okay. the
3: cloud. I feel like it should be creepy music <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Evil salad. Oh. This is Evil Twin Brewing. Blazed. Imperial Donut Break. Wow. Twenty sixteen. <laughs>
1: Straight from the crypt. <laughs> I'll carry on. I'm going to stop doing that shit.
2: Yeah. Uh, did Imperial Biscotti no, break? carry on. <laughs> <laughs> did Imperial Biscotti break? Also make your sugar levels rise and the bittersweet flavours of coffee, almonds and chocolate. Very sentimental. Well, now we topped it off with insane amounts of donuts. This all-time American favourite is making its way back into the spotlight and we at Evil Twin Brewing are not letting a tasty trend pass, pass us by without making, taking it to the next level. Drink it with great gusto. Forza of donuts.
3: My only question is, how can they take it to the next level above this level?
2: It's eleven and a half percent. It's near imperial, imperial For a minute, deposit. Carl, I didn't think
3: you had a glass of it. There, you were
2: glass. <laughs> so oh no, always, I haven't.
0: I haven't. You, you just sort of said, <laughs> "Oh no, no, I, d- I don't want to drink this beer."
2: <laughs> so, it, it, I mean, to give the, the listeners a bit of a yeah. glimpse, it poured out like treacle, yeah, like motor oil, as we said mm. earlier. Yeah. Um, it's super thick. It's probably slightly yeah. faded.
0: I don't think I've ever had any of the uh, of this particular range. So this is a range of of like impy stouts, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um,
3: I I think this is a lot more uh, has a lot more viscosity. viscosity. <laughs> oh, that was a tricky word. So after you've had a few of these, yeah. Um, then the uh, Beyond Obsidian. Mm. It seems to be turning the glass. A lot darker than the last one. (laughs) Um, I've just managed to
1: scrub the glasses clean from the obsidian, and now I'm I'm really
3: worried what it's going to be doing to my body. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's good. It's alcoholic molasses, isn't it? Mm.
0: Although this is crazy for
1: me. So this is eleven percent. Eleven and a half. Eleven and a half, and the obsidian was ten. Yeah. I was getting so much more alcohol burn off the obsidian than I am off. Really, really. Yeah. Wow. Wow so if, again blind- yeah but equally
0: you couldn't detect any blueberries in it. So, so I'm not quite sure how we so value your tasting, opinion so blind tasting
1: I would have put this as a lower strength than the obsidian okay. which is really it's a shame you, we your the glasses do it we didn't faulty my glass is faulty again yeah
3: a f- what a food pairing a with
2: food pairing with, <laughs> with some donuts yeah. Yeah. yeah what with both of them yeah <laughs> 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 blueberry muffins with the blueberry oh, and yeah and then That's- donuts with This one would have been good. There's
3: our beer-matching evening Uh uh, for the future sorted. So what
2: year um, is this, then?
3: 2016. Okay, so it's Mm. had... What year are we in (laughs) now? 2019.
1: 2019, (laughs) This beer has
3: affected my brain already. (laughs)
1: Are you sure it's just this beer? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's just this beer. It's not the... All night that you poured last night oh, and uh, sh- starting at, sh- <laughs> at one o'clock. <laughs> I'm, I'm fresh as a daisy. How <laughs> dare Fresh as
0: a daisy cutter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well so. done. Well yeah. done. <laughs> um, this is quite an amazing beer. It, it really is. Um, mm. So Evil Twin, yeah. for those that don't know, is this is McKellar's Evil Twin brother, isn't it? Jeppy. That, is it Jeppy? Yeah. Probably
2: Personally. Yappy.
0: Yappy or Yappy. Yeah. You want to say Yappy then, don't you? And, and then they you want to really say Dog.
2: And they really don't get on,
0: I don't think. Apparently not. But I don't know whether it's a media thing where it's all been hyped up or, or whatever. Well, what you need to do is get them on the podcast. So that's right. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that's easily you you're know, be be uh, listening. Yeah, probably got to stand more chance of having Logan Plant on our <laughs> podcast. Um, but I'd like to talk to him about Black Country beers. Actually, I think it'd be quite quite what, good. So if you're yippee. listening, Logan, <laughs> <laughs> to,
4: yeah, that's right. Yeah, talk to about Black Country it's beers. It's yeah, about the,
1: yeah, <laughs> love
0: it. Um, anyway, whilst whilst we <laughs> talking gently... talking about Logan, talking about Logan. <laughs>
1: well, we've got a couple of news. Well, there's potentially some, so, some sort of you, news you're item. You're trying isn't to segue on. Yes. the news, news. Yes, I think you're struggling I'm a bit I'm because trying to get move him on, but yeah. It's,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, the first item is nothing to do with No,
1: no, but Logan. the last one is... You oh, it get, you is. Could it is. I should read my own notes,
0: shouldn't I? Um, <laughs> come on. Right, okay. How many of these have you had? Um, you drank the whole bottle? You know, yeah. Come on, yeah.
1: ad-lib with me here, darling. Yeah, yeah, and, okay. uh, You know.
0: <laughs> right, so, first item up is Pellicle Magazine, oh. a new publication <laughs> from Matt Curtis and Beavertown's Tempest Project brewer, Johnny Hamilton. Um, so it's new magazine starting up. It's online content initially. Print version is promised uh, for some point in the future, and uh, a podcast also in the pipeline. Um, I've been told that they're doing a piece on Burning Soul Brewery, um, so you know, keeping it local That's there for us. Mm, yeah. Right. Um, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, they are at www. Dot com. So keep an eye out for what they're doing. they got a Patreon for those people that want to uh, uh, sort of subscribe and support what they're doing in that respect. Um, so, yeah, we'll keep an eye out and, uh, and see what's going on with that one.
1: What is a pellicle? Why I is it called
3: oh, oh, <laughs> <going>. <laughs> Why is everyone looking to Do you yeah,
1: know? Exactly. I know What's going
3: on? Um, a pellicle tends to be the um, kind of formation of yeast. Uh That's probably going to be the easiest way to describe that. (laughs) Ah. So, like, anything that you get from wild yeast and stuff like that, the the kind of foam on top of that, it's Ah. called a pellicle. Right,
0: so it's
2: proper niche, that is, then. Because,
0: you know, Vicky, you were saying when you saw them tweet something the other day, you were just like, oh, Mm. pellicle, I don't even know what that is. Is it it anything Mm. about beer? So you kind of got to be in the bubble to get that, maybe?
3: Well, really, it comes through, like, natural kind of fermentation really but so it can involve like uh, cider cheese. wine and cheese and stuff like right, that right. so, yeah. so I, I get what they're coming at was that angle yeah it's an all encompassing kind of alcohol magazine and food and yes food. of course because yeah, yeah the, the, and these are exactly the things that
0: they're covering from the content that I've seen already there's an article on cheese an article, cider, they're, they're, and cider natural wines beer yeah. so yeah. It, I guess that, that does Tie encompass everything yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other news on a more local uh, kind of thing is um, just down the road in Banbury which really is only like one stop down from Lamington so 20-25 minutes on the train uh, there's a craft beer bar opened called the Apocathery. No. Tap Apothecary <laughs> Apothecary but they both sounded exactly the same. <laughs>
4: Look, I'm drinking 11.5%
0: beer here. I cannot be responsible for my pronunciation of apocathery. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. A furry what? A furry. A furry thockery. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's a new craft beer bar that's opened up in Banbury, uh, which is a place that is very, very scant on places to drink um, the more modern styles of beer from. From what I know, um, it's at 4A Church Lane in Banbury. six keg lines, box cider, bottles and cans, dog-friendly. Um they are at Apocathory Is this all what you can buy there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can buy you can buy you can buy a, dog, can buy a dog in a box. Um <laughs>
1: and it's oh, And it's guaranteed to be friendly.
0: <laughs> yep. Um so uh, yeah, they're on Twitter at Apocathory Um so yeah, I think we're probably going to head on down there at some point in the near future and check out what they're doing. There's not a lot else in Banbury apart from traditional ale pubs, uh, which is fine if that's your thing. Um, obviously, all those pubs serve in Hook Norton, Old Hooky, which is a that's not nothing, wrong with, beer, that. yeah, nothing wrong with that. Decent uh, beer. There's also a micro pub there called the Bailiff's Tap, which is predominantly cask on gravity, I think. Uh, but they've got some. This is from our good
2: friend, the Dark Lord, Terry. Uh,
0: yes, Terry, the Dark Lord, yeah. our friend, yeah, who is, uh, drinks in the Bailiff's tap occasionally uh yeah i think they got like one or two keg lines as well as the cask stuff so you know banbury now it's worth a little train trip down there to to check out um and then finally uh beaver town
1: uh, Ooh, back to beaver yeah
0: who've launched bloody l mm. which uh bloody l bloody l um, <laughs> is not a annual beer anymore now it's part of the core range
2: um, they've dialed it back a little bit. They've ABV. dialed it back
0: a little bit. Uh, has anyone tried it yet? Yes. And do you want um, to share your thoughts on it?
2: Please. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't tried it yet, it, and it, it's it's still what it says it is. It's an orange infused IPA, but it's essentially a pale now because it's five and a half percent. Mm. would that
3: not dialed it back from seven point two, uh, then
0: yeah, is that still
2: an IPA? Still it's, it's, it an not, IPA? it's it's
3: on the border. I mean, there's there's a lot of brewers out there calling yeah. stuff what. They probably shouldn't necessarily be calling them, but it's down to the brewery to choose what they decide is right. But from a brewing perspective, it it makes everything quite sensible, really. I mean, by dialing back the ABV, you can... It's more salable,
2: I guess. It's more
3: salable, and if you're using the same amount of um, blood oranges in that beer, you're probably going to taste the oranges a lot more. Yes, so I did, did get a lot yeah, more orange, which flavor. kind of brings it back to its kind of original when it was in the bottles. The first yeah. two years that they had it was tasting really, really good. Yeah, um, but then I think due to the size and the kit that they got installed, um, they can kind of quite get the amount of orange flavour into it. So it kind of dialed down again the next couple of years. Um, mm. But by because they're so much bigger now, yeah. To, Produce that many bloody or blood oranges, blood oranges and stuff yeah. like that, it's, it's going to be quite hard to kind of scale up. So, by bringing the ABV down and keeping the blood orange amounts the same, you're probably going to get a little bit more of, expression from the fruit, exactly. Mm. Yeah,
2: you feel I did notice it was like it was really clear, like super, super, like p- pure, yeah. I don't clear. remember it being mega clear I mean, before, it was, it was never hazy, but it had a little bit of a moderate sort of haze, but now yeah. it's super, super clear. So, I don't know. Mm. If that's mm. the kit they're using, or if they've dialed back a little bit. It's the same some, kit though, they haven't some, Well,
3: they've or been or contracting brewing elsewhere, so whether or not it was brewed actually at their premises or mm. contract brewed elsewhere, because I know that they're doing Gamboree and it? Neck in. Oil, yeah. Is it Poland uh, or something? No, no, Belgium. Uh, it was Belgium. Yeah, yeah, Belgium. Uh, I can't remember the brewery now. Yeah. But um they've been open about that though, I remember hearing oh, somewhere yeah, about it, yeah. so it's not like it's a secret. Well, they need it. somewhere to fill the demand. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, that's
0: interesting. But, but that
1: is really interesting, though, to hear that whole like you say, putting adjuncts in and then versus the yeah. ABV and, and just the it, all it. Yeah, what you have to do mm. to do yeah, it.
3: For me, that it isn't a cost saving exercise at all. If they're using the same amount of blood oranges, it's mm. just about pr- producing beer with that flavour in a lot yeah. more. Because there's no way else at a bigger scale that you're going to be able to do that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting.
3: interesting interesting to get that
0: but I hope they bring but back
2: Bloody Notorious which is the double up version of that mm. beer I don't Ooh, think I ever tried yeah. that yeah, yeah. chances yeah. are they probably probably not they probably
3: <laughs> might but do it earlier yeah. small batch yes. yes that'll probably work because
2: they're still doing Tempest and they're still doing some yeah. occasional there's, releases, there's no reason
3: so. why they can't do like a mm. Tempest version of Bloody
2: Hell why not yeah be good to see <gasps> beaver town listen to that <laughs> there you go there you go
1: and they almost and they, we were saying yesterday as well they almost um well, they had a complaint put against them against the, to the Portman group, didn't they? Neck About oil. their yeah. labelling, the neck oil. For neck oil, yeah. yeah. The labelling and the name of it. and uh, But they came back with a really good um, response as to...
2: Well, it was always down to, was it Logan's granddad? Granddad, yeah, yeah, yeah. From just called yeah. beer, yeah, neck oil, yeah. I'm yeah. going down the pub to all my neck and, and yeah. that's yeah. what it was referring to. And, but I think the original neck oil was kind of, well, when they we're going off on a bit of a tangent, but that was originally a... a Bathe them, sort of. Mm. Yeah, it's almost. Um, inspired, um, inspired. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, just, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, got a question for Carl here. Oh, no. Yeah, this has come questions? in from.
2: Yeah, where's oh, this
4: yeah. come from?
0: We collected this question yesterday in <laughs> person <laughs> from Dave Hopkins. Oh, hey, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> at uh, Hop 72 cool. on Twitter. He asks When will you be brewing wrapped in Fuggles? Uh
3: never.
2: I'd be interested. In t- I'd try it.
3: Yeah. I wouldn't.
2: No. I'd I feel if I'd like so, i would
3: like. feel so dirty. for a nut. Yeah. Um it it could work. But <laughs> me I'm not willing to well, I'm, I'm, take that chance. <laughs> I'm sure Richie might, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um a New England IPA with Fuggles. Um, <laughs> I guess that's Fug it up Yeah, yeah. Two wills Who gives a fuck Yeah Who gives a fuck Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's good us, You've got a name for it well. yeah. yeah It's got to happen now yeah. I, I I just Can't see that working too well To be honest with you Yeah it doesn't trip off the tongue uh, mm. Well, that does, but wrapped in East but, Kent Goldings, yeah. Doesn't. <laughs> wow. EKG. EKG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: EKG, EKG, yeah, so, uh, so that's the the hit thing. <laughs> well, wrapped the in uh, medical
1: staff are going to be thinking you're uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, in CG. Oh, no, you can get EKG as well.
0: Oh, I bow to your so. <laughs> superior medical knowledge. Um, so also, yeah. Whilst I remember, uh, shout out to. um Simon, uh, not me, uh, not me, (laughs) no, no, no. Shout out to myself! Yeah, (laughs) the (laughs) Pyman, (laughs) to the Pyman Seven uh, on Twitter, who commented on our last show and said, another great podcast which got me thinking, uh, from the Hoplord down to Warwick, which Hoplord is in Worcester, and from Cotteridge Wines down to Favourite Beers, which is Cheltenham, isn't it? Yes. Uh, Yes. There are no outlets near me, which I worked out was, he's in Pershore, I think, so really, really... In that mm. part of yeah. Worcestershire, absolutely sod all in terms Worcester's of Worcester's got some get, a couple of places though. Yeah, that's what we're saying, Hoplord, but Pershaw line. is a few miles out of Worcester, so you're kind of for bit... Is he in- buying
3: online at all? I think he is, yeah. I mean um, Ebria's quite a good one, but a lot yeah. of breweries are, tend to be doing their own online shops yeah. now as yeah. well. So. Yeah.
0: I but think but this this kind of underlines the point that we said about um, you know, people who are in a wilderness almost there's certain parts of the country where you still can't get hold of decent beer locally you know in terms accessibility, of accessibility yeah. it's accessibility yeah, yeah. exactly that well, it, so,
1: it, his comment kind of came about because we were talking about all the new stuff coming going into the supermarkets yeah. the whole thing about you know is that a good or a bad thing mm. and if you're in a nice area like we are where you've got great mm. bottle shops and you've got easy access to um, great tap rooms and, and stuff still use then, supermarkets
3: eh? yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. yeah well absolutely exactly we've all still got to eat yeah. haven't we and stuff but you know it's,
3: I, I, I do feel like it's a little bit of a privilege thing as well mm. to be mm. perfectly honest with you I know people probably get at me for this but it, a lot of people don't necessarily get beer or mm. understand beer um, yeah and people need to like, have a gateway into that. Yeah. And going into a bottle shop is still quite intimidating for yes. people. Um, also, it's, it can be very, very pricey. Um, it,
2: it, it's, it's very... We've very it for granted. Yeah, we. exactly, yeah. yeah. We, we see it all the time, but yeah, as
3: it, you said. A lot of people are probably put off by that aspect as well. So going to, into a supermarket, which does seem natural for a lot mm. of people, go shopping every week and then just walk down the beer aisle and see different breweries and like, oh, that wasn't there that week or there that month. Um, it's good.
1: Yeah. Plus think, you say it's like, yeah. it's a little bit cut price. Plus, yeah. And then as you say, you can then walk into a bottle shop and kind of go, oh, I've tried that now. Well, what exactly. Like, say recommend? for example, Magic Rock Luminance. 4.40 yeah.
0: can of a really great New England IPA, three quid in Tesco. I it's incredible, really. Yeah. And, and so if that wets people's appetite to go and check out more stuff like that, then it's only a good thing, isn't it, I, th- really? I think an
2: interesting sort of side point from what you were saying about if you lived in a beer desert kind of thing yeah. and you've got the supermarkets as your kind of main option. Mm. Where do you think the subscription boxes are going to go? I mean, because mm. no, obviously that was always aimed at people that didn't have Look, access to yeah. bottle shops. But now so, the supermarkets have kind of you're broadened, right. broadened their ranges. Because I think, the, oh,
1: No, no, yeah. you, I, you carry on. I, I, the only thing I was going to say is I think that's it. When we were talking about it last time, everybody thought about the independent bottle shops and what it does for them. Yeah. But you're right, possibly it's going to have more of a dent on the subscription boxes.
3: I, I feel like there needs to be a niche, um, mm. like a universal selling point with any kind of business that you run. Um, a lot of the bottle shops will try and have to keep up with that way. Um, whether or not it's um, breweries selling beer from their own website, which is going to have a lot far It's increasing, bigger. isn't it? It's going to have a much bigger impact on independent mm. bottle shops and supermarket beers that yeah. you probably wouldn't actually be able to buy it independent like bottle shops before so um it's a hard one but a lot of the beer subscription places um use a lot of core range beers Mm. from breweries that are probably readily available to fill up the box exactly but then again you've got um subscription boxes like beer bods who are there trying to do something a little bit different? Bring um, people together a bit. Yeah, you know, and have a have a chat about that. Sort of thing. Yeah, aspect. yeah. So they they seem to have kind of carved out their own niche for that, um, and it's probably going to be a, a way that a lot more of the boxes are probably going to go. To be honest. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's an interesting thing, really. You know, we like like you were saying, Vicky, that that we're we're in a. Situation where we've got a good bottle shop locally and just and a good local bar pub. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, and and so you don't tend to think so much about the people that are in certain parts of the country where the supermarket is where, the only place they can yeah, go. And, just, and
1: then when we hear from people, our listeners like Simon, yeah. who's then saying, "Oh, yeah, but for me, where do I go? Yeah, yeah. what do I? Do? Yeah. You know, I'm in a bit of a wilderness. It's it's good to and to hear yeah. that. So it's, yeah. it's
3: quite." It's quite hard as well when people are kind of FOMOing over all these new beers <laughs> yes. uh,
4: yeah. on, on online and on social media, <laughs> <Yeah>. and, you, <laughs>
3: and you're kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere um, <laughs> yeah. drinking these beers from Tesco. So, yeah. But you shouldn't feel ashamed from no, doing no, it. No, I mean, definitely not. Beer is beer, and as long as you enjoy it in any yeah. kind of form, the whole point is enjoying it and socialising yeah. over yeah. a yeah. pint or a half, yeah, exactly. or a third. Yeah, or a third. Yeah. Please drink responsibly. <laughs> um, like
0: we're not at the moment with this absolutely behemoth of a saying, beer. Yeah. yeah, a yeah a be well, so. well, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When's the next one? Yeah. Um, right. So I think that pretty much. Um, well, I was going to say final thoughts on the evil twin um, imperial donut break. Yeah. Superb. Yeah, what imperial?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, that's that's so evaporated. It.
0: <laughs> it's very hot in it. You got yeah. a, you got a glass that looks like it's just got a bit of oil in the bottom. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah. I, don't, of, I don't know what's yeah. happened
3: to that. Actually. Sump juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I for um, a beer that was is is that the like drink by date, twenty sixteen.
2: So. <laughs> Yeah. Let's have a look at it, best before is two thousand twenty six. Ah, so so we're oh, only well, Opened it years. too early. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't yeah. hold out. Yeah. another seven years.
3: Yeah. I, I do feel like it's. Is that right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it's probably, I, I never,
3: I never yeah. had it before, but it does yeah. taste quite well balanced and yeah. quite rounded. Yeah, maybe a few more years probably would have been too much for it, but. Yeah, I'm defi- definitely uh digging it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's it's no, good. It's,
3: it's really, really good.
0: Yeah. yeah. So uh yeah, thumbs up. This evil is twin. what I
1: call one of those dangerous to drink see? I can't <laughs> see. say it. See, it's there definitely you go. that, definitely that. <laughs> There you go. Somebody,
0: oh, dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so as it says on my show notes here, wrap up. Um, so, so thanks, thanks to listening for everybody that's listening to this one. Uh, if you enjoy this episode, remember to subscribe to the podcast so that new episodes will always appear in your podcast app. Uh, leave us a review, um, as this really helps us climb the ratings. And um, yeah, thanks, thanks to Carl for coming along. Cheers, yeah. Yeah. hello. Yeah, well, nice. yeah. Bye bye. Thanks, thanks for joining us uh, for on this one. Um, you can follow us on the usual social media channels. Social, <laughs> social, social media oh, it's affecting channels. you now <laughs> as well.
3: Contagious.
0: Uh, yeah, I, this is why we're wrapping up right now. Um, so uh, yeah, if you've got any requests for beers or breweries for us to review in the future, or want to be a guest on the podcast Send it please also. get in
3: touch I've yeah. got a couple
0: yeah there you go there's another episode in, <laughs> in, the, bag. in the bag okay thanks a lot guys cheers And cheers. Uh, we'll, thank you uh, catch Boom. you next time yeah cheers